If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. It is Leonardo da Vinci, the legendary inventor. He didn't sleep at night as we do. Instead, he slept for 15 minutes many times during the day. And he was a genius. It's Salvador Dali, a famous artist. He liked to sleep during the day, but he did it sitting in his armchair. He would fall asleep holding a metal spoon or key. When he fell asleep, the spoon would fall on a metal plate on the floor, and he would wake up. He was a genius. Thomas Edison, the man who gave us the very light bulb. He held balls in his hands as he tried to fall asleep. The balls would fall and wake him up. This man was a genius too. These people fell asleep in this strange way for a reason. They were trying to get into the twilight zone, when their brain was no longer awake, but still wasn't sleeping. Scientists believe that there's answers to the most critical questions for any person in this phase of sleep. So, the twilight zone is called hypnagogia. It's the process of our brain's transition into sleep. It's not yet a phase of sleep, but a period in which our brain shows us some hallucination. People who have experienced hypnagogia say that their brain gathers all the information they were thinking about before sleeping. It analyzes it like a computer and answers the question. In other words, if you're awake and looking at a pile of puzzles, the twilight zone will put the puzzles together by itself. The brain puts the facts together as if on autopilot and gives you the answers to the question you were thinking about before you fell asleep. The main thing is to wake up before you fall even deeper into the sleep phases and forget your insight. That's precisely what Salvador Dali did. The rattle of a key falling on a plate would wake him up at precisely the moment when his brain would fall asleep and experience hypnagogia. Then, he would immediately record all the insights. That's why some of his paintings look very strange. You too had experienced such a state when you suddenly woke up in the night with some idea and quickly wrote it down in your notes. But you didn't think of anything in particular before going to sleep. So, when you looked at your notes in the morning, you saw something like Super It Pigeon. But some scientists purposely thought about complex tasks before they went to sleep so that their nearly sleeping brain would give them a clue to that task. James Watson, for example, saw two intertwining snakes in his sleep and realized that this is what the structure of our DNA looks like. The twilight zone is also called N1. It's the first phase of sleep. Scientists recently experimented with investigating this twilight zone. About 100 participants had to solve math problems. At one point, the scientists let the participants take a break. They reclined in an armchair in a dark room, holding a drinking cup in their hands. Many of the participants fell asleep, dropping the cup. The sound would wake them up, and they would have to continue doing math problems. The experiment showed that those participants who fell asleep and entered the twilight zone phase had an 83% chance of solving the problem. Participants who stayed awake had only a 30% chance. Participants in the experiment only needed 15 seconds in the twilight zone to gain a considerable advantage. 
Scientists attribute this boost in brain activity and creativity to the fact that our brain is in the ideal state where you have this loose cognition and weird associations in this sleep phase. If you don't wake yourself up for creativity and go to sleep after N1, your brain goes even deeper into N2. These two phases are shallow sleep. You can wake up here with no problem. In phase N1, you can even still hear the sounds around you. If you've ever fallen asleep on the subway, you've been in one of these phases. Next, your brain dives into the deepest phase of sleep, N3. If you wake up while in this phase, you'll feel terrible. You'll sit on the edge of the bed for some time, trying to pull yourself together. It's not surprising because if you look at your brain activity, your wave frequency slows down more and more with each phase. Slow wave sleep is also called non-REM sleep. REM for rapid eye movement. Our body temperature drops slightly in this phase, and the brain uses less energy. After the deepest sleep, the brain speeds up. REM sleep begins. It's where you have vivid and bizarre dreams, and to look around in your sleep, you move your eyes in reality very quickly. That's why this phase is called rapid eye movement sleep. At night, your brain goes down and up through all these sleep phases like a roller coaster several times, and the closer you get to morning, the longer the REM sleep gets. That's why the longest and most vivid dreams happen in the morning. In addition, REM sleep helps the brain sort out all the information gathered during the day. It highlights the info it needs and saves it. When you learn something new or exercise, your brain cells make new connections. Simply put, it builds bridges, so that when you want to use that information or skill, your brain can get to it quickly through these new bridges. During REM sleep, the brain does some checkups. It sends signals through all the connections to see if you've used them or not. If you play the guitar every day, the brain will leave a bridge responsible for that. But if it finds something that you've never used, like the exciting fact that Mount Everest is as tall as 23 Empire State Buildings, it'll just destroy that bridge. Scientists built a small labyrinth to study the brain's ability to make such connections in dreams. They let mice go through it and monitored their brain activity. Each turn of the maze lit up certain areas of the brain. Gradually, the mice learned all the turns of the maze. Their brains lit up like music. Ta-da-da-da! Ta-da-da-da! As the mice fell asleep, their brains tried to assimilate and organize this knowledge of the root inside the maze. Their brains repeated these same notes, only much faster. That is, the mice slept and dreamt about running this maze over and over again. Their brains trained them to do it better 10 times faster, and the next day, when the mice woke up, they started running the maze with better results. So, if the most valuable and exciting phase is REM sleep, why do we need slow-wave sleep? Many people think that to give the brain a chance to rest, but the brain never rests not a second in your entire life. The correct answer is to give your body a hardware diagnostic. When you're awake, your brain receives signals from all senses, images from your eyes, sound from your ears, and so on. But when you sleep, all of these senses are basically shut off. At that point, your brain is getting signals from your internal organs. 
And if it finds an error in one of them, it sends an alert to fix that bug. Scientists tested this by stimulating a cat's organs in its sleep. Its brain received this signal and responded by diving even deeper into sleep to respond to it. The second function of non-REM sleep is to wash your brain. Literally, while you're in a deep sleep phase, your nerve cells shrink. It allows the cerebral spinal fluid to fill the voids that appear. This flushes out trash and toxins. Last but not least, your body releases growth hormone precisely during the deep sleep phases. Yes, even though you have already grown, you still need this hormone. It helps you regenerate, prevent baldness and dry skin. It also makes your bones stronger and helps burn fat. So, forget about diet, just get as much sleep as you can. Hey, have you ever suddenly twitched the moment you almost fell asleep? Then this bonus fact is for you. When you fall asleep, your brain shuts down some unnecessary body systems so you can rest. But sometimes, this doesn't happen at the same time. When you shudder, it means your brain has shut down the part that is responsible for your body's position in space. But because everything else was still working, the brain perceives it as a freefall. Our reflexes tell us to wake up immediately and signal our whole body to do so. As a result, you shudder with a sense of falling, even though you are lying on the bed.